When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Athletic. Welcome to the England Show, brought to you by The Athletic. We'll be with you every day throughout Euro 2020, with the latest news and insight from the tournament, courtesy of The Athletic's superb team of writers and some special guests too. To sign up for just £1 a month, go to theathletic.com forward slash England pod. Now, with just days to go, we have a very special episode for you. This is the England Draft. The concept is very simple. We're going to be choosing a team of England players plus a manager from the last 12 tournaments. And with me to take part in this very special draft is, first of all, Dave Walker. What's your strategy for this one? Well, I didn't really have much of a strategy going into this, but in the, in the 10 minutes we've spent preparing this Zoom call to record, everything has gone out the window because I've just found out that the rules are completely different to what I thought they were. So I'm very much going to be making it up as I go along. Well, I'll be explaining the rules imminently. But um, next up, James Moore. Your knowledge of England teams goes quite far back. I'm quite in awe of, of your selection policy potential here. Well, I mean, like uh, a man who didn't get to pick an England team, unfortunately, Harry Redknapp, my stance is very much players first, big names, not so worried about the system. That'll work itself out later. If I end up with two defenders, so be it. Yeah, we're not too worried about tactics in this. It's, it, could, it could be a complete free-for-all in the end. Who, whoever ends up with Steve Howey from Euro 96, I, I fear for you. Um, finally, Ollie Kay. Can't go back to the 60s or 70s with this one, I'm afraid. So, um, they hardly qualified in the 70s, so that's, that'd be all right. No, I, I, was, I, was hoping for, I was hoping for my... 80s knowledge to to really sway this, but um, but you've you've denied me this all you all you Johnny come lately. But uh, but let's go. The rules are surprisingly simple. All 12 tournaments must be represented in our squad plus a manager. Once someone picks a player, that player may never be selected again, regardless of which tournament they had in mind. In terms of the order of selection, Ollie, you'll go first. Dave, you'll go next. James after that. And then I will have two goes in succession. It's a bit like the ABBA system, Dave. Penalties that they discarded because it was rubbish. So it's a bit like that, isn't it? Yes. It's a traditional snake draft for any any listeners familiar with NFL or anything Mm. like that. Well, I mean, there's nothing else really to explain, is there? We have 12 tournaments to choose from, going all the way back to Euro 96. We're also including Euro 2020, by the way. So, Ollie, you get to go first. And this is a momentous decision for you to make here because basically, essentially, the player you are selecting now is the player that you pretty much think is the most important England player of the last 25 years at major tournaments. Now, who is it? Yeah, and, and it's very difficult because I, I don't think there's an obvious standout. I just think there are certain positions where there's one player significantly better than their rivals. And that's why I am going for first name on the team sheet, David Seaman. Got for David Seaman, the most important player of the last twenty-five years. I'm amazed. Okay, I, it means that I'm less likely to have to pick a substandard goalkeeper. Which year? David Seaman, nineteen ninety-six, and and Dave is clearly disgusted and uh, far from it. Delighted. Highly amused by my selection. I'm delighted. Yeah, because is it my pick? 
Dave, you're up next. I mean, yeah, Ollie's gone for a goalkeeper as the first name in his team sheet. Very traditional of him. I imagine you're coming up with something much more left field. It has to be Wayne Rooney 2004. The most electrifying performance at any tournament of any player from England in the last 25 years, I think. Until he got injured, obviously. Uh, my my, the teams I had planned in my head are now diminishing in front of my eyes. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do when he comes to me. Um, James, you have the next pick. Please don't pick any of my players. Was one of your players Michael Owen by any chance? Potentially. Bad news, then I'm picking Michael Owen. All oh, right. Is that 1998 vintage? Uh, yeah, we'll say 1998. I think that seems like the safest bet. I mean, that was that was his best tournament, wasn't it? Surely. Yeah. Uh, so it's my go next. I, in fact, I get the next two goes. <laughs> it's your go. Um, so I can really claw this back into my favour. I think about England's perennial left-sided problem and, and for that reason, I will choose my left-back, Ashley Cole. I mean, that could be any tournament, really, from 2002 onwards, but um, I'll pick him from sort of Euro 2012, I think. Still had it, all that experience under his belt. So yeah, Ashley Cole from Euro 2012 is my first pick. And I get the next one, which is really exciting. Now David Seaman has been removed from the equation from the goalkeepers. That, that makes goalkeepers incredibly difficult. In my head, the next best option is David James at Euro 2004. Interesting, yeah. I mean, didn't he have an absolute stinker in the first game against France? He did, yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. Gave away the pen, got beaten with a free kick. Yeah, you've had a stinker as well. That was... I was thinking about him, but then I, I thought of that of that game and thought, yeah, that pulls it out for me. I'm delighted. I'm delighted with this. I'm delighted with you've that. Have a There's not a huge amount of choice here. Yeah, frankly, you've got to pick someone. No. There's, there yeah. aren't too many goalkeepers to pick, and you have picked one of the worst ones. Well done. Happy with it. I'm happy. I trust David James. Circa 2004, could go up front. <laughs> James, it's back to you now. Ah, uh, now having said that, I was going to kind of uh, be a bit sort of um, flamboyant with my picks. I think I am going to go for another forward player. And anyone who follows me on Twitter probably won't be surprised to hear the name of that player. And that player's name is Harry Kane. From 2018, we'll say. Not the corner-taking um, version from 2016. Go- <laughs> not, not the corner-taking version from 2016, no. The Golden Boot winning uh, version from 2018. Uh, actually, it's quite interesting. But w- w- will the 2018 version of Harry Kane be able to drop off and play all those through balls? Well, technically, I guess not. That's been a thing he seems to have discovered this season. So maybe, maybe I've made a mistake too. It's like choosing wines, this, isn't it? So, James, you now have Michael Owen and Harry Kane up front already. Incredible selection. So we're going back to Dave now. Who's lining up alongside Wayne Rooney's circa 2004 in your England lineup? So I'm going to I'm going to follow James's approach and, and front load this team and get the goal scorers up there early. And I am taking for my pick from Euro '96 the Golden Boot winner Alan Shearer. Shearer and Rooney, prime Shearer and Rooney up front. I mean. It doesn't get much better than that. Well, Owen and Kane, I mean, it does get better than that. But. Ollie's got the next two picks. This is where the, the screw perhaps will be turned. Who's joining David Seaman 1996 in your England team, Ollie? I'm going to go for Sol Campbell, 2002. Good choice. A good vintage of Sol Campbell as well, because that was when he, he was past his kind of rampaging era and he was into his kind Ooh. of sort of titanic post-Spurs early Arsenal years where sort of nothing passed him. So 2002 is a very good choice for Sol Gamble. Scored as well, did he, at that tournament against mm. Sweden? Yeah, Sweden, against Sweden, yeah. yeah. Great yeah. celebration. He was in team in the tournament, I That think, was the one well. celebration he was allowed to do out of the four teams. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got another one, haven't I? So I'm going to go for... Uh, there's a really obvious person that no one's picked yet, at least one. There are probably others. And if you, of all people, don't pick this person, I'm going to be absolutely staggered. I'm going to go for... But I don't think he's the obvious person you're thinking of. I'm going to go for Stephen Gerrard, 
2004 vintage. He was. I don't know who you mean. He was. Uh, I mean, we can say about Steve Jarrett as we can a lot of these players. Did they ever have a great tournament? Not many of them did have a, a truly great tournament. But if I go for Steven Gerrard, 2004, I feel, I feel like I'm I'm getting a a player who can um, who can look good on on paper, no matter where I decide to deploy him. So for my my thinking ahead of my next pick, well, in in, in terms of all of my picks, is that I've tried to think back. What's the first thing that comes into my head when I think about each version of that player at each tournament? And for Steven Gerrard. I couldn't really think of any good thing he did at a tournament, but I could think maybe that first goal against the States in 2010. But I could just, my, my abiding memory was him with that ridiculous back pass in 2004 in the last minute. From Why was he playing that back pass? Anyway, you've picked Steven Gerrard. You're welcome to him. Um, <laughs> I am going to go Lampard, 2004. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I've already picked Rudy from 2004. Oh. But I can change Lampard to... to no, I can't because I wanted someone else from that year. No, no, this has thrown a spanner into the works. I can't have him from 2006 because I wanted someone else from 2006. And he wasn't, did he play at 2010? He did, didn't he? He scored that goal. Yeah, 2010 was a complete shit show, wasn't it? Apart from his goal that wasn't allowed. So we're having him. Lampard, 2010, he's in. Who's next, James? You have the next pick. So I'm conscious now that I need to kind of delve into the golden generation, kind of peak years. So I need someone from 2004 or 2006. But actually, having said that, I'm going to go back another two years and I will pick Rio Ferdinand from 2002. Rio Ferdinand from 2002. Rio Ferdinand. E- even my centre-backs are sexy. It's a good, solid choice. My team hasn't got off to a very solid start at all. I have Ashley Cole and David James, where you have all picked stellar names, but a slow start. But I'm about to unleash David Beckham from Euro 2000. Did, did he play the cross for the sheer uh, goal? He set up both goals yeah. against Portugal in the first game. He did. I mean, I don't remember a huge amount about Beckham at that tournament, but domestically, he was in mm-hmm. imperious form. So I think I'm getting a good Beckham there and I'm freeing up a tournament, you know, a mid-2000s for later on. So David Beckham, 2000, is my third pick. And I get to go again. Excitement. What hair did he have at 2000? Shaved head? When was the Mohican? 2002. I think he was, I think he was just a shaved head. Yeah, did he, not ha- yeah, he had the sort of uh, highlights, didn't he? Maybe. Was that two, Was that 98? Maybe, maybe sort of straggly blonde. I can't remember. No, it was later. I think shaved head with tram lines. This is a trailer for next week's episode, which is England haircuts at major tournaments. Um, <laughs> my next choice, given that two Titanic centre-halves have already been selected, there is only one option for me, and that is John Terry at World Cup 2006 on the back of uh, back-to-back titles with Chelsea. Uh, next up, James, it's back to you, I believe. I mean, that, that also, those are all players who played together as well. So yeah, it's really starting to... Yeah, you nice see? Nice work. Chemistry, exactly. That is yeah. going to give you the advantage. Chemistry. Until I, until I pick Wayne Bridge <laughs> as my left winger. <laughs> I mean, actually, I mean, you've mentioned Wayne Bridge there, and, and left-back is uh, one of a few problem positions for the purposes of this, given there haven't been too many great ones. Obviously, Ashley Cole is... You've tempted him. Exactly, he has. He's just, it's just a mind game. Is this what this is? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to pick Wayne Bridge though. I, I, I will go for. Is it insane to have Stuart Pearce from 1996? Am I am I wasting 1996? Ah, uh, you know what? Forget it. I just have Gaza from 96. <laughs> the romantic <laughs> choice. And if I, need, if I need to shift him to left back, so be it. You don't know what you're going to get, but you may get one moment of magic. Kane and Gaza in the same team is a, a, a compelling thought, at least. There is no cohesion in my team at all, by the way. Yeah, it's a little bit Spursy. Dave, presumably a Watford player for you next. Then. Yeah, well, there there is actually one available if I if I wanted to. Um, but I can't even think who that might be. I, no, not not playing for Watford at the time, actually. 
but there are connections. There are Watford connections, but we'll, we'll leave that. He is on my he is on my short list though. Um, I'm gonna play safe here and get the most reliable right back of the last twenty years, and that is of course Gary Neville. And I'm gonna have him from Euro two thousand. So domestically strong. Whilst his brother Phil was fucking it up on the, the left side, he was just <laughs> keeping it ticking over. Just won the treble the year before. Nice. Neville at his peak, I think. Yeah, someone was going to be going for Neville eventually. Ollie, you're up next. You have two of the next picks, in fact. I'm surprised he's not gone yet, but um, I'll go for Paul Scholes. Controversial. Oh, but where are you going to play him? The eternal debate. <laughs> what year is he from? What, what, what Scholes have you... You realise this team isn't going to play together. Which Scholes have you picked? 2000. But it's going to play together in the minds of our audience. That's who we're trying to convince here. It has to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my other one will be, this is going to involve a bit of jiggery-pokery with my um, with my years. I earlier said David Seaman, 96. If I can change David Seaman to 1998, i take 1996 Tony Adams. I'm thinking about Adams. I mean, how late can you go with Adams? Was, was 2000 Adams past him? Uh, yeah, let in, me tell you. I, I watched the highlights recently of that game against, yeah. well, the Portugal game and the Romania game. And the thing that stuck out for me was just Adams, just hapless. It was just, he, was, he was desperately trying to stop every goal going in, but just wasn't there in, in time. Two strong choices from Ollie. We're back to Dave now. Uh, we are. Really? Already? Um, I need centre-backs, don't I? I do need a decent centre-back pairing because some good ones have gone. Um, so can't let it drop any further. I'm going to take Harry Maguire from 2018. Yeah, my mind is sort of wandering away from the modern day. I don't know. I mean, I'm getting it stuck into the kind of this nostalgia trench. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. starting to forget about players from the uh, from the current era. Shouldn't lose sight of them. They are quite good. James, what's your next pick? You've already got Michael Owen 98 in tandem with peak Harry Kane. Can your team get any better? Well, I mean, I'd hope so because there's only four players at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I, I certainly need it to. I mean, I, I still do have that left-back issue in mind because I, I, I really don't want to get stung there. And I, I, but I can't think, I mean, this is really going to expose my kind of ignorance of more modern England tournaments, but I can't think he's played a left-back in the last few tournaments for England. I mean, Danny Rose, actually Young kind of played left-wing back in the last World Cup. Young was it? Young in 2018, Rose in 2016. Baines in 2014. I'm going to go Stuart <laughs> Pearce from 1996 and I'm going to make that work. And I can't, I've got Gaza. Oh, <laughs> God. oh God. I'm now, and I'm desperately scrambling through tournaments looking for left backs and I found a Phil Neville in 2000. Oh um, my God. What? Oh, that's it would be, be great. I'm already feeling there's possibly That might be the worst selection so far and indeed oh, no, of no, this entire episode. That, that, is not my, that, you, that is not my pick. This is hellish. You know what? Maybe I'm just going to go with Ben Chilwell. He'll, he'll probably be good in this tournament. Chilwell 2020. Yeah, he'll probably be good. Okay. This is his year. I've got a scent. Okay. Will he play? Luke Shaw. Well. Well, I mean, two strands here. We're getting bogged down in either positions or years, aren't we really? But I'm very conscious that I'm lacking a goal scorer. Dave, you've got Rooney and Shearer. James, you've got Owen and Kane. Ollie, you haven't selected a striker at all yet, so you're in the same issue that I have. So I'm, go I'm going to be circumspect about my forward line because I, I think there are peripheral options on the way, but I do need to bag this guy, and that's Teddy Sheringham, 1996. He's my link man. I need his subtle touch. I need his guile. And uh, I also have the next choice, which is fantastic news. 
So I'm going to go for, given that Gary Neville has been snatched away from me, I will go for Kyle Walker, Euro 2016, full of pace. Had he, had he moved to City yet? Was he still at Spurs, James? No, he would have had a, yeah, that would have been it's the end of his penultimate season at Spurs. And yeah, the season that... Uh, well, the season before him and Rose were probably the best two fullbacks in the in the Premier League. So yeah, feels like that's probably about... Maybe not quite peak, but certainly on the upward curve. Gives me the option of going 3-5-2 if needed as well. So uh, two very wise selections from me there, I feel. James, it's back to you. Oh God, I mean, I'm really, I've am i made such a mess. This Ben Chilwell thing is going to haunt me for the rest of my career. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really have no idea why I've done that. I just should I just should have played three at the back. If I wanted to add a little bit of steel and composure and the ability to take a penalty in a shootout, albeit not in that tournament, I would say Owen Hargreaves. Oh no! Could uh, could be quite a good bet. I mean, there probably were slightly better players in that England team in that tournament that are, hit, that are not available to me for one reason or another. But Hargreaves as the anchor man, let Gaza go and do his thing. Yeah, I think that works quite nicely. I feel like Hargreaves was everybody's. Yeah, I mean, David's absolutely gutted. And mm. I'm delighted about that. You have thrown my plans into disarray. Hargreaves was going to be... He was my secret weapon. I didn't expect anyone to go for him for ages. Ah, uh, you're right. Shoot, you can do it in a shootout as well. Put him anywhere. Put him absolutely you play, anywhere. You can make up for someone being sent off. Uh, okay, right. What are you going to do? It's your choice next. Well, I'm I'm slightly concerned at the moment about the, the, the 2010s. 2010s, is that right? Uh, yeah, 12, 14, 16. I haven't got anyone from them. And you, you might hoover up the best players and I'll be left with nothing. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to solve my left-sided problem. And I'm going to pick Raheem Sterling from Euro 2016. I'm going to put him on the left wing. Ollie does not look impressed by that at all. He's not sure about that. No, it, I was just contemplating my um, the, the timelines of my players. I'm going to shift all of mine round, right? My, my tournaments. No, I know you're shaking your head, all of you, in disgust. But <laughs> I'm going to shift it. I, I'll come back to this. But I will say, Paul Ince, ideally 98, and I will I will move all of my tournaments around. I, I could see Gerard. Gerard becomes Gerard becomes Euro 2012, when he was actually very good in a very disciplined way. So I'll do that. Gerard 2012. There's a bit of duplication. <laughs> we'll come back to this, and I will also go Jaden Sancho. I suspect that might have been thieved from a few people's lineups, to be honest. I, I because I because I went for Paul Ince and because I was already overloaded by, with um, late '90s players such as uh, David Seaman and, and Tony Adams. I've now shifted it round, so I've got David Seaman '96, Paul Ince '98, Tony Adams '2000, Saul Campbell '2002, Paul Scholes '2004, Stephen Gerrard '2012. When he was, I'm sure nobody will remember, very good. Arguably his best tournament for England, so that's that's fine, and it also gets me out of the hole of having to pick anybody else from um, that uh, that particular tournament. Fantastic. Well, I'm delighted to say that those two picks are over, and Dave, it's back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do need another central midfielder now that Hargreaves has been cruelly taken away from me, and I am gonna tick off uh, World Cup 2006 with that central midfield berth. And I'm going to go for, do you remember Michael Carrick when he played against Ecuador and everyone said he was brilliant because he did a few nice passes? Well, on the back of that performance, he's in my team. Carrick 06. I remember there being quite a clamour for him to play in that in that tournament and and he was a Spurs player at the time again. Yeah, he, he had a very good season. I mean, I, and I do remember that, that cameo. 
But is he not a player who's kind of famous for not getting the England caps or not, not performing at international doesn't, level in the world? It doesn't matter. I'm giving him the chance. I'm making up for Sven's folly. But you, you're, James, you're right about the clamour. There are two types of clamour, mid-tournament England clamour. One, for like a young player to, to excite us because we've started badly. Or two, for someone who can pass the ball because we're all terrified and we don't know what to do. We need someone to come in and calm us down. Those are the two types of clamour. And uh, Carrick has answered Dave's call and slides into his midfield. And James, that's you next, I think. Right, I'm moving, I'm moving on to 2014. And after my sensational Chilwell pick at left-back, need a right back now so I'm going to bring in Glenn Johnson who I could be corrected especially by early on this uh, I believe was somewhere is this pre or post toilet seat oh it's massively post wasn't the toilet seat not sort of very early in his career sort of when he was at like West I thought it was quite late oh, I thought it was when he was at West Ham wasn't it, wasn't it when he was a kid what do you want about toilet seat he, he... I missed that one let's look it up <laughs> explain yourself toilet seat what, what about the toilet seat 2007 Portsmouth fullback Glenn Johnson was fined after stunning onlookers at B&Q in Dartford, Kent, when he was caught trying to steal bathroom fittings. Despite reportedly earning 30000 a week, he was spotted by a security guard putting a toilet seat into a box with a cheaper price tag. I mean, that is a, that's the kind of intelligence I'm looking for in my team. So yeah, Glenn Johnson. If that's the sort of baggage you want in your team, that's fine. Glenn Johnson, I'll write back. Next question. Yeah, fantastic. I get the next two picks and I'm very conscious of the fact that I've neglected World Cup 98. Um, potentially the most enjoyable tournament of my entire existence. But I have completely run out of options um, in terms of really exciting players. So I'm looking for a guy who's going to do a job for me. And that's Darren Anderton, World Cup 1998. I'm not sure where I'm slotting him into my team. I've got him and Beckham now, but Beckham could easily go inside for me. Anderton could do a wing-back job as well. So mm. did, he, did he start the tournament and then Beckham came in, didn't he? Now, I think it was a clamour for Beckham as well, wasn't it? Clamour for Beckham, mm. yeah. Beckham-based clamour. There was an Owen clamour as well. That both came in. Owen played against Romania. Yeah, Anderson played like right wing back and Beckham played on the right of the free in midfield, didn't he, I think? Could do that. I could do that. So, yeah, my, I have another choice. Okay, so I'm going to pick... I need to pick someone from Sven's first tournament squad in 2002. I'm, I'm tempted by Heskey. I think a lot of us have been tempted by Heskey in this he had a very good ta- very good tournament assuming he dovetails with whoever we have whoever else we have in our team and also and there's an elephant in the room about this entire process it's people like Robbie Fowler who did nothing for England at any tournament whatsoever and yet clearly an incredible player I might as well pick him fuck it I'm picking Robbie Fowler 2002 can I just stop that I'm just absolutely not picking Robbie Fowler 2002 I've just realised he played for Leeds United so this is the worst decision anyone's ever made in, in the history of any draft Leeds. I'm not having. I'm not having Robbie Fowler. Yeah, delete it from the spreadsheet. I think you've made it. You've made the decision. No, do you know what? <laughs> I, do you know what? I'm having. I'm having Joe Cole from 2002. My mate Joe Cole. I met him recently. Lovely guy. So he's going into my team for 2002. The rest of the squad can go away. Quite frankly, lovely is, stuff. Is that double cut? Where, where's Joe Cole playing in your side? Sorry, is he playing on the right or on the left? Uh, ahead of Ashley Cole, cutting inside. What midfield I've got already? I'm, I'm happy, my team. I think this is the dark horse of this of these quartet. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Fascinating choices by me over those last two rounds. James, it's back to you. Right. I'm, I'm leaning towards my Spurs side again, and I'm also leaning towards the players' uh, performances for their club around that time rather than necessarily just in the tournament. Although this player was... He performed well in the opening game of Euro 2004. I know a game England lost. Certainly not his fault. I believe one of the opposition strikers that day, uh, a certain Thierry Henry, said this guy was the best centre-back he ever played against. And that centre-back's name is Ledley King. 2004, two, 2004, before the injuries. Perfect. Kept Jamie Carragher out of the England team. That's a good player. He's not, definitely not appearing in my team. Dave, it's back to you. So I'm currently... Very concerned about my centre, my my other centre back berth to fill to fill in the spine of my team. I'm not worried about left back or right wing. There's plenty of also rans who will do me a job in those positions, but I'm worried because Sol Campbell's gone, Rio Ferdinand's gone, Deadly King's just gone, John Terry's gone. You need a mobile option as well. I've already got Maguire, yeah. So I need someone with a bit of pace around him, and I need to get somebody from World Cup '98. Euro 2012, World Cup 2014, or World Cup 2002, or Euro 2020. So I could go really modern with my centre-backs and pick somebody like John Stones to have that understanding with him. But I did have something else earmarked for, for 2020, which hopefully none of you lot have cottoned on to yet. I don't think you have. But looking at the centre-backs in 98... Who are the reserve centre-backs? This is where I'm getting into. It's like the, it's, it's Martin Keown. I, I can't have Martin Keown. <laughs> no. I, just, I just can't. He was, I mean, he was starting. Just won the double with Arsenal, of course, though. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't have him. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Was um, he wearing his red boots by then? <laughs> I think he was. He was in his red boots. Early red boots Martin Keown is not a bad Martin Keown to have if you desperately needed one. Not on my watch. Um, <laughs> uh so I'm sort of leaning towards 2012 Jolien Lescott, who did play in that tournament, scored in that tournament. I, I wasn't at all convinced by that, but actually it's not, it's not as ludicrous as it sounds. He's playing for Manchester City at the time. Would, had, just, had just won the league. Yeah, brilliant. It's the, it's, it's the only Lescott that matters. He's in. Ollie, you get the next two picks, actually. Uh, can I just say, I found the player who I think is going to solve so many of my problems and I'm really, really excited by it. And I really, really, it. really hope Ollie, I can't wait to hear it when Ollie says it as one of his two. It's obviously going to happen. It's uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going very specialist now. So um, I still haven't picked a centre forward. <laughs> can't wait to have Ricky Lambert up front. You guys went early with centre forwards. I thought I had a strategy <laughs> that would map, mop one up later, but um, I've clearly messed that up. And I am going to go for 2010 Jermaine Defoe, who did score. Had a good season. Had a good season. Had a good season. And I'm going for the, for my manager, I'm going to tick off 2006 and go for Sven Joran Eriksson, which means that the players will be super relaxed and um, we'll all, uh, we'll all gel nicely off the pitch and won't be complaining of boredom or going stir crazy. On the contrary, they'll complain of being completely distracted by all the other, all, all the other Baden Baden spirits. So, yeah, Baden Baden was the best, best training camp, wasn't it? Anyone ever been to Baden-Baden? No. I have been several times and it's fucking amazing. Several times? It's fucking brilliant. It's got everything you could ever want. <laughs> Thermal spa, <laughs> cake, beer, sausages. 
It's incredible. Did, did you take your wag? I've taken every girlfriend I've ever had to Baden Baden. Why have you been to- I have, trust me. <laughs> Why? That's ridiculous. So it only, ta- it only works if you've taken your wife and every girlfriend you've ever had. Yeah, all of them. All of the co- collective hurry wags together. <laughs> Dave, it's back to you. Okay, so I need a goalkeeper, a left back, a right winger and a manager. Now, I know who I want to be the manager for a very specific reason. I'm going to go to World Cup 98 for my left back and I'm going to take Graham Lasso. He did make a mistake, didn't he, for the Romania goal, but, uh, you know. It's okay. We need him. Nobody's perfect, are they? James, it's over to you now. Well, perennial left-sided problem, of course. Euro 2000, of course. A Real Madrid player. A Champions League winner that year. A scorer in the tournament for England. Steve McManaman. Nice. That is nice. nice. Yeah, that's okay. a good pick. I thought you were going to go for Dennis Wise at one <laughs> stage there. <laughs> Do I, need, do I need Wise and Hargreaves? <laughs> and also, Wise and Gaza together. They wouldn't room board. together, would they? Dennis Wise and Owen Hargreaves. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why. But no, good solid choice. Someone had to have McManaman in the end. I'm very conscious of the fact that none of us, well, oh, and, until just now, we didn't have a manager. Ollie's got Sven. I'm also missing a 2010 option. And oh, given that that was the most depressing clever. international tournament of my life, I can only take Fabio Capello as my manager 2010, just for his overall pedigree. We're talking about one of the greatest managers in European football history, regardless of how England got on that year. So Fabio Capello 2010 is my manager. Definitely the best version of Capello. (laughs) You think? He was probably the most, uh, he was probably the worst... Uh, four weeks of management of his of his life, but uh, but you know yeah. I, I, I appreciate the format and it's um... it also brings his patented uh, player rating system <laughs> with him as well. Um, so none index. of the other managers can boast that the yeah, Capello but index. Have you thought uh, how Joe Cole, two thousand and two Joe Cole and ninety six yeah even more so nineteen ninety six Teddy Sheringham? How are they going to react to not being allowed to have ketchup or mayo? <laughs> 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 or going out on the lash. Like, Imagine how much ketchup it. 2002 Joe Cole was eating. <laughs> Loads. Uh, all over the place he was. All over the place. Um, but uh, oh, it's, it's my choice again next, actually. This is fascinating. I was just going to say about, about Capello and, and, and your team, Adam. Um, you've got David James. He actually ref- Capello actually referred to David James in an interview more recently with The Guardian as Calamity James. Mm. That's um, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, that's another flaw in your team. Okay. I think that James has taken slight ownership of it as well. I mean, he's admitted it. He's he's admitted that there were flaws in his game. But um, I will always take a average tall goalkeeper over a good small goalkeeper. So, uh, and 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 that's just how I'm going. Okay, so I need some steel in my midfield. A sturdy option amongst the uh, the flare. And the bombast. So I'm going to have Jordan Henderson from World Cup 2014. I feel like he was he was becoming the man we know today. He wasn't the uh, the man with the questionable gait, who, which I spotted first. I spotted it before Alex Ferguson, by the way, uh, or at least it, I spotted it before it came out that Alex Ferguson had spotted it. And that it, well, that's that's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. I definitely mentioned his gait before Alex Ferguson did. So if anything. Are you suggesting Alex Ferguson has like a burner Twitter account and he's been following your tweets for, like for the last decade? No, I'm just saying that for all his all his many merits as a manager, he's not the quite the biomechanicist that he thinks he is. And uh, James, it's back to you. Yeah, I, I'm conscious that I, I have neither a goalkeeper or a manager. 
Uh, and, that, and they kind of appear to be two of the fundamentals of a successful football team. And I'm also conscious of the only the fact that the only tournaments I have left are 2010, 2012 and 2016. Uh, and Fabio Capello was gone. So I'm going to have to take Roy Hodgson and I'm going to have to take him out. And we'll say, oh, no. <laughs> we'll say 2012. Oh, I mean, this is well no. carefully. We'll say 2012 vintage <laughs> when he'd just been parachuted into the job at the expense of, uh, of Harry Redknapp. And yeah, it was a fairly, uh, as you said, an underwhelming tournament for England. But you know, it didn't do terribly. Lost on penalties to Italy. They did reasonably well in the group. Do with France a decent France side. So yeah, Roy Hodgson is going to be my manager. You know that GIF of Roy Hodgson where he's looking hopefully at something happening on the pitch, and then his head just drops in despondency. That is me right now. After the, is that twenty twelve? Yeah, it's from twenty fourteen. But that that is what I am doing right now on this Zoom call because I had. Hodgson down to marshal my troops into a solid organised 4-4-2 now he's gone and it's all gone up in smoke so you have to, you have to take um, Ray Lewington there I mean I would take I mean yeah that could be my Watford representative of course Ray Lewington <laughs> I would be happily have him as my, as my England manager but unfortunately I don't think that's going to fly is it Adam so right I still need a right winger a goalkeeper the goalkeeper is now going to have to change because I think I want the manager to change because I can't. I'm going to have to get the manager because otherwise I'll be completely screwed. I'll have a void team, so I'm going to have to go for Gareth Southgate, 2020. Ollie, yet again, you have the next two choices. I think now we're at the real business end of these teams. Having two consecutive choices could well tip it in your favour. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't go early with the forwards, and I've left myself a bit. A bit short there, and I've I've not got much on the left hand side. So and I've and I'm restricted tournament wise as well. But I'm going to go for Daniel Sturridge, 2016. He did score. He did he did score against Wales. He was playing in that game as a substitute, I think, in a sort of loose left sided role. So I'm I'm going to go with him in my front three, and I am going to go for the 28th version of Kieran Trippier, which um, of course. He played very well in that tournament, scored a wonderful goal in the um, semi-final. I'm pretty happy with what that leaves me with for my final pick. Wow, you're all set then. Dave, it's back to you. See, Ollie's just made me think I could go. See, I've been I've been planning this team as a traditional English 4-4-2. I could switch to a 4-3-3. Especially now that we've got Gareth Southgate at the helm, who'd maybe be more comfortable with that system. So I could have Sterling and Rooney either side of Shearer. Rooney can play off the off the right or the left, can't he? Done that for United, especially in 2004 vintage as well. So then, because otherwise, I was looking at a pretty average right winger, but I could dip in. So I've got to go to World Cup 2002, really. I think for this player. So it's a real, it's a coin toss, really, here between do I want Pele's England player of the tournament, Nicky Butt from 2002, or do I want Trevor Sinclair on the right wing? And a 4-4-2. Who's going to be better for me? Who's going to make my team tick more? I've got Carrick and Lampard in midfield with Butt. Is that a good three? And then Sterling, Shearer, Rooney up front. You don't need Carrick and Butt. I'm sorry, you don't need Carrick and Butt. I think you are right. I mean, I'm happy to see your team flounder, but you don't need Carrick and Butt. There would never be a clamour to have Michael Carrick and Nicky Butt in the same team. (laughs) Unleash! Unleash! Unleash England! Unshackle them! (laughs) I will. I will. You're completely right. I'm going to go with Trevor Sinclair from World Cup 2002. 
Fair enough. Good choice. I'm, I'm glad I've um, steered you away from your pedestrian midfield. Uh, James, you're next. Right, look, looking at this 2016 squad, I need an option for the right wing. Daniel Sturridge has just been picked by Oli, unfortunately for me. So I'm wondering whether Adam Lalana could do a job over there. Good technical player. Probably those were peak years, weren't they? Just sort of mid 2000s. Wouldn't say he had a great tournament, but that felt like the era in which he felt like he was a solution to one of England's multiple problems at the time. So yeah, let's 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 have Adam Lalana out on the right. Look at all your teams disintegrating as I as I breeze over the line with my uh, options left in store. Um, I've, I've just realised what I've done. I realised, sorry, I've realised what I've done now, and I think I'm going to have to pick someone absolutely ludicrous to play in goal. Okay, look forward to that. I've made, I've made such a huge mistake. You haven't even got Carl Walker available to you to go in goal either. I know. <laughs> I can't believe what I've done. My my dilemmas are less dramatic as you sit there with your head in your hands. I've got two picks in a row coming up. I need a defender. I need a striker. I've only got World Cup 2018 and Euro 2020 to play with. So my strikers are going to have to be either Jamie Vardy or Marcus Rashford from the last World Cup. I've got Sheringham up there. I don't think he and Vardy would particularly dovetail. Rashford offers you a little bit more. I'll go for Marcus Rashford, World Cup 2018. Didn't do much in that tournament, did he? Did score a brilliant goal in the pre-tournament friendly against Costa Rica at Ellen Road. It's all all about the friendly tournaments for me. (laughs) Yeah. Which, I mean, pound for pound are the best England games of all aren't they? Carefree, send-off, someone does something special to really get people mouths watering. Um, yeah, pound for pound the best. Who remembers England-Iceland before Euro 2004? I do. Bloody brilliant. But then, of course, I do remember England-Belgium before uh, Euro 2012 when Gary Kay, who had his jaw smashed into Joe Hart. But I need a centre-half now to complete my lineup. I think I'm the first person to complete their entire selection. So I need my centre-half, and who will I choose from the uh, latest incarnation of England? John Stones, is he available to me? Um, it may well have to be John Stones. I don't like Tyrone Mings, I don't like Connor Cody. Not generally, just, just for this purpose. And uh, Connor Cody's a very nice guy. So is Tyrone Mings. But it's going to have to be John Stones. John Stones will partner John Terry in my absurd, surreal, parallel universe, England eleven, hel- at, with Fabio Capello at the helm. I've completed my team. That feels quite nicely balanced. Happy with that. Happy yeah, with that's my nice. team. Beat that. Beat that, James. You can play out from the back well there, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm happy with my centre-backs as well. Dudley King and Rio Ferdinand. Two ballers at centre-back. I mean, you know, you, you look, look, Dave, you talk about Adam's team playing out from the back. Imagine what those two will be like. The problem for me... I'm it, I'm very concerned that you're going to completely screw me over Because I, 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 I think we basically need the same player. I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Oh no, because you've got, you've got, okay, yeah, sorry, so, you've got somebody from I, The player I have missing, the position I have missing is goalkeeper. The year I have missing is 2010. Now, first... Oh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> David James, of course, came into the England side after the first game and played in goal for the next three games. Uh, but he's already been taken, so I can't pick David James. And the other goalkeeper that played in that tournament was Rob Green. <laughs> so my options are Rob Green in 2010 when he made the ludicrous error against the United States or uh, Joe Hart who didn't play at all I, I can't work out which one is worse do I, have to, do I pick a player who didn't play or do I pick a player who made an infamous rick and then got dropped straight away not here to help you it has to be Hart right I yeah 
I'm not, I'm not getting I'm not, I'm not getting much I'm not getting much feedback here. Do I have to? Do I, I mean, does it work against me to pick a player who didn't play in the tournament? Before he was sort of swearing at ball boys and uh, and uh, failing to overstimulate Andrea I mean, Pirlo, a, a moment of <laughs> immense calmness. But may, maybe that was the best version of Joe Hart before he'd played. I mean, look, he had that excellent line spell that previous season, didn't he, at Birmingham, and then went back to City and got straight into the team the next season. I don't think reading out his Wikipedia page is going to help you here, Frank. I know. It's only because I know the first game this season was against Spurs. I would like you to, I would like you to pick Rob Green. I know you want me to pick Rob Green to help you out, Dave. <laughs> But un- unfortunately, I'm going to have to pick... He is a bloody good bloke. I can't... In all good contrasts, I can't put... He's a nicer bloke, isn't he, Rob Green? He'd be better around the camp. I, I think I think for comedy for comedy purposes, for the spirit of the exercise, it's got to be Rob <laughs> I, Green. I, I disagree. I'm going to pick Joe Hart, 2010. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, this has turned out... This has turned out brilliantly. That means I, I've got... I've got 2014. World Cup 2014 left. I thought I was going to have to pick Joe Hart, which actually I wasn't that happy with. But I thought of all the Joe Harts, the one I like the most is probably the shouty ball boy man, Joe Hart. But he's gone now. So looking at the reserve goalkeepers for that tournament, I'm going for Ben Foster. Yeah. <laughs> unwittingly, I've landed on the sole Watford representative. Ah, uh, he's got his Watford player. Not Fraser Forster. Not Fraser Forster. I'm having Ben Foster, who did actually play in that tournament. He played in the final group game in the nil-nil against Costa Rica. Oh, God, depressing. Brilliant. I'm very happy with that. Well, that leaves Oli. Yep, and um, I've just got 2014 to go. I, I, I don't know why 2014 kept getting left to, to the end. It was such a wonderful tournament. Um, I've got a slot at left back. Leighton Baines is a perfect solution there. He, he um, didn't have a great tournament, but very good Premier League player, probably around his peak at that point. And um, as, we've, um, as we've established, the form actually in the tournament is probably not um, necessarily the big deal anyway. So, Leighton Baines. Did he not bottle going to the tournament in 2010 because he thought he'd get homesick? I think that should count against him. Or maybe that, maybe that, unless that's a myth. It was, it was suggested, but um, yeah, he, didn't, he was one of those who didn't enjoy the um, interminable training camp in, um, in Austria beforehand. And um, Capello picked Stephen Warnock instead, as very much understudy to Ashley Cole. Well, that completes our lineups then. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. It would be remiss of us not to compare these teams. Have you have you all got your formation in mind? Because I have. My team is as follows. David James in goal, a back three of Kyle Walker, John Terry at the heart of it, and John Stones. Right wing back Darren Anderton, left wing back Ashley Cole, and a midfield three of Jordan Henderson, David Beckham and Joe Cole. And up front, Teddy Sheringham and Marcus Rashford, all moulded by Fabio Capello, the greatest manager England have ever had on paper <laughs> um, Ollie talk me through your your setup I think it's got an incredibly strong spine from David Seaman Sol Campbell Tony Adams it sounds like I'm an Arsenal fan I'm definitely not an Arsenal fan <laughs> um, midfield three which would work without question Paul Ince Stephen Gerrard Paul Scholes that is magnificent the front three I mean it's a bit 
it's not necessarily as stellar as some of yours when you were going for Rooney and Owen and Shearer and people, but I've got Daniel Sturridge on the left. I've got Jermaine Defoe through the middle. I've got Jaden Sancho. So, you know, a lot, lot of flair, a lot of trickery. And, and I like that front three. And then I've got Kieran Trippier and Leighton Baines whipping in the crosses for Jermaine Defoe. That wouldn't work. Um, <laughs> but there you go. It, it, they, um, Should have had Crouchy. Should have had Crouchy. Yeah, I, I did think about Crouchy. It's it's a good it's it's a good lineup. I, I would say mine's by far the strongest spine. Put it that way. James, your team started off in in formidable fashion, and then quite frankly disintegrated into the likes of Lalana's 2016, Joe Hart 2010. Tell me how the hell they're going to break anybody down. Well, I mean, look, like like England, I, I came flying out of the traps and then ultimately kind of fell away quite quickly. Um, I mean, I think my team's pretty strong. You know, Joe Hart, a young Joe Hart, not wounded by the, the you know, the pain of all of those tournament exits and, you know, being humiliated by Pirlo in 2012 and whatever else. So, you know, actually, I think now that I think about it, that was a pretty clever pick for me. Uh, King and Ferdinand at centre-back, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say it again. Two fantastic footballers. I mean, we're going to be able to play out from the back. So, pair of Rolls Royces you got there. They really are. Chilwell and Johnson at fullback. You know, they're they're not they're good, aren't they? They're good. Functional, yeah. not functional, not even functional. They're yeah. you know good, technically gifted players. They're going to get this forward. This is a good team. This is a good Owen, team. Owen Hargreaves is going to give a bit of protection there. Obviously, a bit of composure too. Gaza, maybe a bit less composure, but look, we know how good he is. He can win a football match for you. Lallana out on the right, he's going to cut inside. We know he's really going to play. He's going to play more inside, and, and Johnson's going to be getting up and down that right flank, isn't he? McManaman on the left, massively experienced European Cup winner, and then uh, 2018 Golden Boot winner Harry Kane up front with the uh, Golden Boy of 1998, Michael Owen. So yeah, I'm pretty happy. There are flashes of absolute genius in that team, and then there are also Adam Lallana and Steve McManaman. So uh, um, troubled, a troubled side. So uh, quarterfinals, I feel for you, Dave. Fascinating lineup. One thing you didn't mention, James, was your manager, Roy Hodgson. He, <laughs> didn't is, is even he, mention he, him. Oh, yeah, of is course, he going to be happy yeah, with freewheeling Gaza and Lalana and McManaman? They're not Roy Hodgson players, are they? He turned up so late that I completely forgot about him. Yeah, the amiable gent, you know, the footballing uncle, Roy Hodgson. I, I think, you know, we'd let them go out and do their thing, wouldn't he? He wouldn't put, he wouldn't, he certainly wouldn't have Gaza. Gaza would, would, not, would not be prepared to work relentlessly on shape in training. Well, the whole thing we can imagine that Hodgson wouldn't drop Gaza. There'd be no trash hotel rooms under Hodgson. Okay, it all would have just it would have just happened and it would have been fine, and we all could have enjoyed watching Gaza play. So I, I'm happy that 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 will work reasonably well. Dave, tell me about your lineup. I mean, it started out really well. I was so happy when I managed to bag prime Alan Shearer, 1996 uh, Euro '96 Golden Boot winner, prime 2004 Rooney, terrorising Europe like no one has ever done before or since. Yes. But then it all did quite sort of fall apart quite rapidly after that, actually. It all fell apart around Owen Hargreaves. Once Owen Hargreaves went off the board, it, it all kind of went to, went to shit, really. Um, so <laughs> we have got, in goal, I've got 2014 backup goalkeeper Ben Foster, mm. who actually is, is a decent Ben Foster because he's, he's been through his Manchester United phase by this point. He's kind of got the disappointment of not making the grade at Old Trafford out of his system. He's, he's impressing at West Brom. He's been brought back into the England squad. He played in that tournament. His best days were ahead of him, really, at that point, and he was, he was on the up. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with Ben Foster in goal. We have got a back four. I'm playing 4-4-2, by the way. So we've got a back four of, at right back, Gary Neville. You can't argue with that. The, the most consistent right back England have ever had, probably. Uh, a centre half pairing of 2018 Harry Maguire 
one of the stars of the show, really, in that in that team. Scored the goal in the uh, quarterfinal against Sweden, of course. I've got 2012 Julian Lescott, who is maybe a bit under the radar, but had a good tournament. Had just won the Premier League with Manchester City. The euphemisms in this podcast have been sensational. Scored again in that tournament. I've got a lot of goal scorers in this team, even even at the back. And then on the, on the left, uh, left side of the, um, of the defence, at left back, we've got Graham Lasso from 1998. I'm not giving anything away with these full-backs. No one's coming down the side of us and getting too many crosses into the middle. And if they do... Except Dan Pachescu <laughs> against well, England yeah, in 1998. Yeah. But carry if on, they carry do, on. Lescott and Maguire will head them away, so it's all good. Um, <laughs> I've got a midfield four. I've got yeah, a midfield four of right wing 2002, Trevor Sinclair, the, the unsung hero of that tournament coming in at the 11th hour, we've got a midfield pairing of 2010 Frank Lampard, who really, in, in the sort of real heart of his sort of prime years, to be honest, scored that goal against Germany. Of course, it got ruled out. We've got 2006 Michael Carrick. So I have answered the clamour of the supporters at the time, and I put him back into the heart of our midfield. He's going to pass the ball around. He's going to thread it through to the front two. He's also going to be able to link up well with Raheem Sterling on the left wing. He's going to come inside and just play in that little space behind my front two of Alan Shearer from 1996 and Wayne Rooney from 2004. And these people, these these fine warriors, will be marshalled by 2018. No, sorry, 2020 Gareth Southgate. No waste. Yeah, wiser, wiser, Gareth Southgate. I mean, your team just reeks of you spent all your fantasy football money on your strikers and you just really are struggling for the rest of it. Yep. I mean, I think that can be said of most of us, can it? Probably other than Ollie. No, no. Definitely not. Where's the weak link in my team? There isn't one. Isn't one. Oh, David James, great goalkeeper. So um, he'll be plucking crosses out of the sky. Uh, anyway, um, keep an eye out on The Athletic for the companion piece for this. You'll be able to see all our teams in all their glory and vote on what you think is the best. I'm sure it's mine. I'm sure it's mine. But um, you may well disagree. Thanks for listening. And once again, to sign up for just £1 a month, go to theathletic.com forward slash England pod. Enjoy the Euros. I'm sure it'll be a much better than this complete shambles. See you later. The Athletic.